Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Welcome to the Think Unbroken podcast. I'm your host, Michael Unbroken, and this podcast is about helping trauma survivors let go of the past, overcome their fear, discover their identity, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately to be unbroken. Our goal and company is to bring on guests and experts in the fields of mental, physical, and psychological health to help you overcome the past, to take back your power. 
And in this podcast, we are unedited and unfiltered, and we're going to give it to you real so that you can start to create massive change in your life. If you're curious about learning more outside the podcast, you can get a free copy of my book, Think Unbroken, at book.thinkunbroken.com. That's book.thinkunbroken.com, where you can get a copy of my number one bestselling book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. The most important thing that you can ever do, my friends, is show up for yourself, and that's where you are today. And I appreciate you. I have massive gratitude for you. And without further ado, let's get into the show. We'll be right back to the show. But before we do, I'm going to take a moment and tell you about my new book, Unbroken Man, A Man's Guide to Being the Hero of Their Own Story. I sat down a few months ago and realized that there are so many men in the world that need guidance, that need support, that need to learn about trauma, removing themselves from toxic masculinity, breaking down the barriers to vulnerability, getting unstuck, and ultimately learning the tools to become the hero of their own story. Unbroken Man is available for pre-order right now if you go to men.thinkunbroken.com where you'll also get access to over $1,000 in bonuses, including the six-week in-depth trauma healing coaching app, which you'll get instant access to. I created Unbroken Man to be accessible to everyone around the world, but it is written for men from the guise of a man, and I hope that you will find it to be a practical tool on your healing journey in the same way that thousands of men around the world have. So check out men.thinkunbroken.com thinkunbroken.com to pre-order. And until next time, be unbroken. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be joined by my friend, Don Hutchison, who is, like me, an entrepreneur, author, and coach. He's also an inventor and hosts the daily podcast, Discover Your Talent, Do What You Love. Don, I'm very excited to have you here to bring some huge value to the Unbroken Nation. How are you, my friend? I am doing great, Michael. It's great to uh, connect with you, and I'm delighted to have a chance to chat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love your mission. I love your message. For those of you who don't know you, can you give us a little bit of background and insight to your experience and to what brought you here with us today? Well, I have been um, an entrepreneur for a little over 45 years. I've never had a boss except for Uncle Sam. I served in the military for three years and where I was a, a Russian linguist. And uh, I've been blessed to start six companies in the fields of two in publishing, two in advertising, and um, with the podcast and then career planning. As you said, we have an international podcast. We just recorded our 1,000th interview. So we've been doing that for about five years. Thank you. And... Uh, the whole mission of the, the podcast is sharing people's journeys, um, their career journeys, because as you know well, the, the hardest problem that we have to face after consciousness is who am I and what am I supposed to be doing here and how do I do it? And um, the hard part, of course, is who am I? But um, that's what we focus on. And uh, we have a program that helps people uh, do that, the Discover Your Talent program. And so it's been gratifying work. I've been doing that work for about 29 years and um, it fulfills me. I love that, Don. I think, I think about fulfillment all the time. And one of my greatest joys about being an entrepreneur is the fact that I get to live life on my terms. Yeah. And, and I think so often one of the things that happens, uh, especially in American society, is you're coming up through these systems 
that are actually built to make you an assembly worker. They're not built to give you the freedom to step into life on your terms. And so one of the things I'm always thinking about as someone who has been through so many traumatic experiences of my life is how you really start to like trust yourself enough to go through it. And so much of that for me, I believe lies within understanding my innate abilities. One of the things I know that you talk about is that. What, what does that mean, like the power of understanding your innate abilities? Well, let me, let me also say that uh, it's funny you talk about systems because I co-authored a couple of books and one's called The Lemming Conspiracy. You know what lemmings are, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a metaphor for uh, all those little rodents that run over cliffs in mindless conformity. And systems are powerful, whether it's a family system or a religious system or a corporate system or school system. But we get caught in that matrix, as you said, and whether it's family members or coaches or teachers, they, for the most part, want the best for us, but they don't know us. They don't know who we are because that's, that's, our, that's our innate journey. And uh, so the job is up to us, but it's so hard in a, in a, a world that's so uh, short-term oriented and so success-oriented and so out of focus to do that inner work. And um, that's, that's, that's one of the things our program focuses on. And uh, I think it's seminal in today's world. Gallup has been studying this issue for 30 years and their latest study around the world says that 84% of people are not in their sweet spot, not using their talents and not feeling fulfilled, right? And in this great country, land of opportunity, 67% fall in that, into that number. So it's, uh, it's a staggering problem for people spiritually, emotionally, physically, intellectually, and obviously uh, on the on the business side, it's a staggering problem financially for the productivity of organizations. Yeah, and and I think about that often, but it feels to me like so much of our experience growing up is to not so much step into our abilities, but more so try to fall within line of what we believe we're supposed to be doing to create a pathway of success. And, okay. and I would argue that one of the biggest things that I've understood about myself is to leverage my abilities. So how do you like, how, like deep dive into that for me? Like, how do you really understand your innate abilities and what call it God gifted, whatever you're born with that gives you the ability to create success, power, longevity in the life that you want to have? About 31 years ago, I was um, the, um, partner in what turned out to be a real successful advertising agency. I had three brilliant uh, creative partners. And I happened upon a, an assessment. This was literally in 1988. And I happened upon an assessment that was created by this genius at General Electric named Johnson O'Connor. And that assessment was designed to help you understand how you're hardwired, what you're uncommonly good at. It's not IQ. It's not skills. It's not interest. It's not any of those factors. He created a series of uh, assessments, 19 of them, that you can take. When he, when he was doing it, it was seven hours. And you can take these what are called work samples. And those 19 aptitudes match up to all the occupations and professions on the planet. And then he's been doing this, or his organization has been doing this for 99 years. So one of our superstars at Hutchison Shutsey, my ad agency at the time, had been through this. And she had gone to a good school and she went off to an Ivy League school and ended up at our place. And she was quite extraordinary. And we were at a cookout uh, July 4th that year. And I said, how did you make your way? How did you figure yourself out? 
and she told me about this assessment and how seminal it was to her. So, oh, about two weeks later, they happened to have an office. They've got 11 offices around the country, and they happened to have an office in Atlanta. And I took this assessment, and it was a it was a eye-opener because it literally told me how I'm hardwired. And what I mean by that is I was then in my early 40s, and when I was going through school, I was a good student, and my dad wanted me to look at dental school because it was shorter than medical school. Well, I got into my freshman year of college and realized that I didn't have the slightest idea how chemistry worked. In high school, you can memorize the formula. In college, you've got to understand it. So anyway, I ended up dropping chemistry, picking up uh, uh, philosophy in German and making a 4.0, and I would have flunked out. So I, I ended up going, like I told you, I go back, Emory, got out of the Army and became an entrepreneur. But I found out 25 years later, back to the ability, innate abilities, that my abilities in science are 10th percentile. They measure those. So you know if you have the abilities or aptitudes to be a, a, a professional based on how your mind works. And what I did find out is that I have high idea productivity and uh, I'm a high specialist and there's several other abilities that make me an inventor and a, and a writer and a creative guy. And I ended up by the grace of the great spirit following those instinctively getting into publishing right out of school with no experience and doing well in that and then getting into advertising and doing well in that. But I could have found that out at 14 and anybody can find that out at 14. Imagine now, right now in this complex world where, you know, people are trying to get into the best colleges or technical schools and, you know, looking to they follow their interests, but they don't know if they have the innate capacity to do that. It doesn't, if you don't, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means my favorite metaphor is this genius named Michael Jordan, who was a genius. And then he went off to try to play baseball. Do you remember that story? I do. Well, how was he at baseball? Uh, not that great. <laughs> he was horrible. And he's a genius. So he couldn't hit a curveball. So in fact, he was on the cover, <laughs> much to his chagrin of Sports Illustrated with some headline that said, come on, Michael. Well, now he's he went, he went back to the NBA, won several more NBA championships. Now he's a billionaire and a great businessman. But you don't want to be Michael Jordan playing baseball. You want to be Michael Jordan in the flow playing basketball. And so this abilities assessment was the, is the starting point for that. A, a guy that I was in the Army with for a few years was a brilliant psychologist. We added other factors to that equation. In fact, I should pull this over here. But we studied the brilliant women and men scientists over the, over the decades. I don't know if you can see that. I don't know if that shows up. But there are other factors that play into this whole person model. So you've got your abilities that I just shared. But then what you learn is your skills, your interests, your passions you care about, your personal style, your values, your goals, and what age you are. And all of that comes into this equation of what makes you you and allows you to develop a blueprint at whatever age, 14 or 84, where you can actually base your decisions from the inside out. That's why I call it the who instead of the outside in. So that's that's the executive summary. And we've done this for uh, you know, tens of thousands of people. And um, the assessment has been used over a million people. And the empirical results are, if you do these things, we did one study with Fortune 500 companies. And if you do these things, your, your satisfaction your performance, the team's performance, your, you know, being in the flow, increase exponentially. 
I love that. And, and I've, I've had the benefit of spending time in working for Fortune 500 and even Fortune 10 companies of being exposed to information like, you know, Franklin Covey and Sigma Six and things of that nature, right? What I'm always interested, though, more so is because I know that a lot of people listening to this, this show, you know, they've, they've come through this place, which is a place where I used to be of not being clear and concise and understanding on who they are. And then they go and they take one of these assessments, they get some ideas, you know, maybe they even do the corporate training, but they still feel trapped or even worse, they feel scared, they feel the fear of like owning that. So Don, what does one do to like really step into taking ownership of this newfound knowledge? Well, it's, it's probably one of the great questions of our existence, right? I mean, I think, and you know this well, I mean, you have to be, you have to be in your own space. The power of now, as Eckhart Tolle talks about it, instead of being short-term oriented and success oriented and out of directive, you just have to get, come to peace with yourself. And, and there are many modalities for that. There's no one perfect modality, everything from just being quiet, meditation, yoga, all kinds of different, uh, whatever your spirituality is, it doesn't matter. But until you can be with your own self, and, and trust your own instincts, which as you said earlier in, in the show, people are so caught in the, uh, in the matrix and are looking outside themselves, it's impossible to trust your instincts. And until you, to, to do, do whatever programs you do, uh, whatever introspection, whatever tools you can learn, but then get out there and experience with your innate abilities and your skills and your values, get experience do informational interviews, do internships, and find out when you are in the basketball flow instead of the baseball flow, as Michael Jordan found out. And it's, it's, it's a lifetime journey. I mean, I, I don't care if you're making minimum wage or a billionaire. Um, I mean, why do you think Jeff Bezos went into space? I don't know, but he's, he's still looking, right? I mean, he's done pretty well financially. <laughs> he's got a great company, but he's still exploring. And so, um, you know, I, I just, I think it's one of the, the seminal tasks that we have while we live on this plane of existence. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and, and I love the, the Michael Jordan metaflow, metaphor and thinking about flow. Uh, maybe it is a metaflow, right? And, well, and, in, and in that, what comes to mind is, you know, sometimes that thing that drives you, that thing that you're passionate about, the thing that you love is where your energy should go. And we fight our gut, we fight our intuition so strongly. And the one thing, and I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback and coattail on what you just said, you know, the best thing that you can do is go explore because I'll tell you this, I, I make mistakes every single day. I do things wrong every day and I use that as data points so that I can create a measurement for understanding even better who I am. And, and I argue this, I had a conversation with someone I was coaching the other day. And I said, if you get to this place in your life where you measure your life and you go, this is good enough, and you stop challenging yourself, you will stop growing. And I think the most important thing that we can do is, is just step into personal growth and just go, I'm going to see what happens. Because as much as I know the sun will rise tomorrow, I know that I'm going to learn something about myself because I'm going to take a risk. But here's what's really interesting, Don. I factor all the risks, choices, actions, decisions, the things that I do say, act, and believe through my personal vision, through understanding what it is that I want to do and accomplish in my life. 
And so many people will hear something like personal vision and go, I have no idea what that means. Don, how do you create your personal vision? Well, we, like I said, I partnered with a, an army buddy that um, we were both Russian linguists in Germany during the Vietnam conflict. And uh, he got a PhD in clinical psych and I went on to be an entrepreneur. And so when I had this idea uh, about this company that would help people create their own personal vision, understand their innate abilities. It was a good concept. I'd done a lot of homework, but I wasn't a scientist. He was a scientist, a brilliant scientist. So we just put together and created a model in terms of the whole person model that allowed you, and we've got a book called, um, you know, Don't Waste Your Talent, The Eight Critical Steps to Discovering What You Do Best. And that allows you through this scientific process, this both science and intuition and consciousness, to explore those eight dimensions of yourself and to, you know, there are exercises called thought experiments. And again, whether it's the skills piece, which is what you can learn, or the innate abilities piece, which is how you're hardwired or your values piece, it allows you to, to do what you just said, to get out there and actually you can do it through a course and then you can go in the workplace to really um, experientially figure out okay, this looks like a great fit from these factors, but what about this? You know, oh, that doesn't work. I mean, I, I like using my analytical brain doing this, but I don't want to be in front of a courtroom being a litigator. I want to be a corporate lawyer in the back room doing research. So, you know, it sounds obvious, but those, whatever the profession or occupation is, you've got to look at yourself as a multifaceted, you know, as you know, we're emotional, spiritual, intellectual, physical, social beings, and we look at ourselves as Chester Bernard said in the 50s, we hire people for their skills, but the whole person shows up for work. That's why we call it the whole person model. You are a whole person. And, you know, if you just look for a way to make a lot of money or a way to use your technical skills or whatever, without looking at those other personal vision factors, the odds are pretty good that you're going to, uh, to not be in the flow. You're not going to, to maximize your talents and your values and create a personal vision that's long lasting and, and makes you productive and create a good life, but also satisfying. Yeah. Don, I'm, I'm super curious in this conversation. What's your personal vision? We'll be right back to this episode of the Think Unbroken podcast in just a moment, but I wanted to invite you to come and join the Think Unbroken Discord community. If you don't know about Discord, it's being built on Web3, which is a platform that we as the users get to own. So no more Instagram or Facebook or algorithms getting in the way of you seeing and, and being a part of content. In the Discord channel, we're going to grow this to hundreds of thousands of community members, hopefully over time. But today, it's small, it's close, it's intimate, where you'll be able to get access to live coaching with me, where you'll have chat with the Unbroken Nation community, where you can talk about a range of topics, anywhere from thinking about habits and growth mindset, goals, trauma, recovery, dating, relationships, career, accountability, business, meditation, feedback, and more. And so all you have to do is go to thinkunbroken.com slash discord. That's thinkunbroken.com slash discord. That's D-I-S-C-O-R-D to join the Unbroken Nation community. Do good, have fun, and make money. Simple, right? Concise. Well, it's, I figured out, I mean, I figured out that I have the innate abilities to think outside the box 
as it happens after all these 46 plus years, I can see the fort by the grace of the great spirit. I can see the forest and the trees. I can see the big picture. I can see there was a need in Atlanta or actually in the country for a particularly innovative creative ad agency with a certain point of view that was outside the box. But I also knew that the tactics of it were creating a culture with creative people that actually performed well together. So I had to put those two things together. So, you know, I was able to do that in that role. And then when I got into the career planning space, I realized the science was there, but then we needed um, great professionals who could deliver the work. So we had to go through a process of finding the top coaches and counselors and so forth around the country and train them on this process. So, you know, I like, I like, both things. I, I like having the conceptual idea, but then I like putting into execution through the talents and abilities and personal vision of the of the members of the team or in the, the tribe, whatever it is or how, however big it is. Let me ask you this question. And, and first off, I love that vision. Um, I think it's a beautiful way to live and, and to share mine with you. It's to end generational trauma in my lifetime. Like that's my vision. And and by men, by any means necessary, right? And that that mainly means through education, through expansion, through creating change by proxy. What I'm wondering, you know, do you think people's visions of what they can do in life are too small? You know, that's a good question. Um, sometimes yes, and sometimes no. It, it depends on how much reflection they've done. I mean, if they're just you know, a talented person with a strong personality and strong will and, you know, want to make a lot of money. Okay, look, those, okay, that's a, that's a part of it. But, but a lot of times, I think there are, are a number of people who, as you said about systems, they get caught in the matrix and they might accept uh, positions or opportunities that are less than um, fulfilling for their talents and their skills and abilities. So, you know, it, it just depends on where they are in the, you know, almost in terms of the developmental cycle, because we go through all these turning points. And uh, if people undersell themselves, and then there are a lot of people out there that oversell themselves. And uh, I think the whole secret is to just find yourself. And uh, but once you do, Six Sigma Mahaley wrote the book Flow, the University of Chicago professor, 20 years ago. And when you do what we're talking about here, and again, it's Michael Jordan playing basketball, he's in the flow. You're in the flow because you're you're expressing yourself, but you're also solving problems you can solve, and you're engaging with, with systems or people that you can organizations that you can influence, and uh, it's a rather seamless equation versus trying to be somebody you're not or trying to accomplish goals that aren't in sync with your values. Yeah, and and so much I I love that you said that, and I'm constantly thinking about looking at my life as this reflection of where I was 11, almost 12 years ago, working for a Fortune 10 company, making six figures, driving this nice car, living in this great place, um, but 350 pounds, smoking two packs of cigarettes a day, drinking myself to sleep, living this life, not in alignment with my mission, vision, values, and who it was that I thought that I could be, because I lacked this thing, Don, called self-esteem. Self-belief. I didn't think because of the impact of my past that I was capable of ever doing anything. And, and I thought money was the solution for the problems that we have in our lives. I, lo and behold, come to find that's not true at all. And in fact, it's the opposite. And money often makes life exacerbated. Um, how do you, like, 
like in a very, is there a practical way, I guess, is my question to be able to step into personal belief without having this like dramatic life affirming moment in the way that many people do. And for me, that moment, like many is rock bottom, where you look at your life and you go, it can't get worse than this. So I might as well do something about it. How do you, how do you step into all of this if you don't believe in yourself to begin with? Well, that's, that's, as you know, well, and I guess we all know, I, I don't know that there's a human being that's ever lived on this planet that has sublime confidence and doesn't have doubts. I mean, that's sort of the nature of the human condition. I, again, I, I think that the, the secret is so simple, but most people don't do it. Um, when people ask me that question from different angles, I say, well, it's a, it's a one word answer, and that is stop. I say, well, wait a minute, what are you talking about stop? And I said, well, as Tole talks about the egoic mind, we have however many tens of thousands of thoughts a day, mostly repetitive. And until you can turn your mind off uh, and, and from the living in the past or living in the future, but until you can be in the present moment, then it's impossible to overcome those fears. And, you know, what I've found over time and with, with clients and just with watching successful people is if you can give yourself a chance to get inside of yourself, be in the present, whether it's through journaling. I don't know if you journal, but journaling is, is really an effective modality. Uh, or it's, you know, just being by yourself. You know, it, the internet's wonderful, but, you know, you got to have some quiet time. You know, not with your cell phone, not with the internet, not with other people, but just allow yourself, to, ideally, to be in nature so that you can hear that wee small voice that's been inside of you from the moment you were conceived. And it's there. And it's telling you what it needs, what you need to be a balanced, you know, human being on this plane of existence. It's the most complex problem there is, I believe. I mean, if you look at people's biographies, and I love biographies, um, it's just fascinating to hear their stories because you look at, you know, these people that are super successful creatively or financially or technically, and invariably, if when you look at their stories, wherever they're told or they share, they're always, there's always baggage. They're always demons that they had to face. And um, it, some of them early, some of them never do. You know, can you imagine some people go to their deathbed still, uh, you know, still caught in the, you know, the, the trauma of those unresolved issues from childhood. I, I, I can think of many stories right now. I can think of one famous person that was became a billionaire and made great innovations in the world. And um, on his deathbed, he, he, uh, this is almost unspeakable, but he, he uh, told his daughter, who that time I don't know how she was, that he always thought she was one of the most unattractive women he'd ever seen on his deathbed. Can you imagine that? And there was a guy who was, you know, he's a household word, household name. And uh, she ended up writing an autobiography about that. But, you know, not a happy person, that person. I mean, again, added value to the world, but okay, what about his journey? What about his spiritual, emotional growth. Uh, how's that working for him? Not very well, actually. Yeah. And, and that's the hard truth about it. I, I think about the opportunity that you have in life and you can create change in an instant, but yes. change, change only happens when you make change happen. And often we're very paralyzed by the idea. And I would love your opinion about this. I think people are paralyzed by the idea that they have potential. What do you think about that? Well, um, so that there's some part of themselves that's just not expressed? 
I think that there's a fear that they could be greater than what they've imagined possible. That was my experience. Let, 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 for for context, context, let me say this. You know, if I go rewind my life and I look at not even necessarily these rock bottom moments, but these incremental moments of my life in which I was just not showing up for myself. I just wasn't doing the things that I knew. I was ignoring that gut feeling, that reaction, that, that sensation that says you can do this because I was so scared that I could actually do it. Do you think that's a part of the human experience as well? Or do you think that's informed by, by the experiences that we have in our youth? Well, I think it's both. I think it's both. What, you, what got you out of it? How, how were you able to take the next step and break through it? Because I'm stubborn, man. Like if I look at my innate abilities, like stubbornness at one point was a flaw for me that I measured as something that kept me from success across the board. And now I measure it. It was a defensive mechanism, right? And now I measure it as a, a beautiful catalyst to success because it, it becomes the driver for those moments in which I'm like, your mission is to help impact the lives of 250 million people. You got to show up today. And so I, it's not pushing through to the point of breakdown because I have control over my life but it's more so this tool that I utilize so that I can reach that potential. Whereas before it was the very thing holding me back. Wow. You must've gone through uh, some major uh, spiritual, emotional, physical growth to have been where you were and lost the epic amount of weight and gotten off of drugs. And that's a, that's truly a phenomenal accomplishment. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't do that. Most people don't do that. They stay lost in the matrix. And uh, you, you made the heroic decision, and the spiritual decision to break out of that. So bravo to you. Yeah, well, well, I appreciate that. And like, if I were to summarize in more simplified fashion, like my goal is to get people out of the matrix. One of the most beautiful things when you understand about the matrix is, and I love this analogy because it is my favorite movie of all time. I can quote it top to bottom. I think it's an analogy for life, which I'm guessing you do too. Yes. And there's a scene in the movie where, where Neo walks into, he's about to meet, um, oh my gosh, her name just skipped my brain. Wow, that's never happened before. Um, the Oracle, excuse me. And, yes. and the little boy is sitting on the ground and he starts to bend the spoon. And he says to Neo, well, what you have to understand is there is no spoon. And what I, what I take from that is this understanding that anything is possible. Yes. And that's, that's my aim to give people tools so they can recognize that anything is possible. And I think so much of this journey starts with not the why part of it, right? Because I look at it and people go, well, why do you want to end generational trauma? I don't look at it from that perspective. I go, it's the who. Well, who is it? I want to do this because then that little boy or girl doesn't have to go through the same thing that I went through. Yes. And so one of the things I know that you talk about is starting with your who and not your why. What does that really mean? Well, it's just what you know. It's just what you, we've been talking about this, this past half an hour. It's, it's not, it's just being present with your beingness. I mean, Descartes said, I think, therefore I am. And he was a brilliant guy, but I think he was wrong. No offense for me. I think it's I am, therefore I am. Uh, we're not our mind. Tolle wrote brilliantly about that in his first book, The Power of Now, and so other brilliant people. We are not our minds. Our minds are elegant computers, and uh, it's great, but our beingness, I don't even think we have 
a fraction of the capacity to understand even what our beingness is. I think it's so vast. I mean, it's just endless. And uh, so that's rather daunting when you think about it, however awake and perceptive and intelligent you are to, um, you know, to even grasp what that, what that whole equation means and that it's not a matter of, of ego and diligence as much as it's a matter of uh, almost acceptance and uh, of how, where you are in the universe and how the answers are there, but it's not going to be an ego-driven analytical process that gets you there. It's going to be a, a spiritual, uh, emotional awakening that's going to get you there. And that's, you know, especially in this great country where, you know, we were built on so many great values um, for the most part, some not so great, but we were built on great values. And, um, you know, the, it, so much of it is about performance and that's what capitalism is about and entrepreneurship is about. But there's an, another side to that, it, which is the, the spiritual side and uh, what you want to do with your, you know, your, your marketing talents and your business talents and your entrepreneurial talents. And you want to make the world a better place like you're trying to do and I'm trying to do, or you just want to sell more widgets so you can, uh, you know, make a ton of money and whatever else you want to do with it. That's, that's just one side of the equation. And I don't think it's the essential piece. That's why I'm saying my first agenda is do good. You know, so is yours. And I want to use my talents. Let's have fun. And then, of course, making a, taking care of myself and family. Well, okay, you've got to make money to do that. I love it. I love it, Don. Before I ask you my last question, my friend, can you tell everyone where they can find you? you they, thank you. It's, it's a pleasure chatting with you today. I'm glad to, to finally meet you. Uh, you can go to Discover Your Talent podcast to listen to the podcast. Um, go to our website. Like I said, we just recorded our 1,000th interview. And um, if they, they, there's a contact form there if they want to know it, have more information or ask questions to me or anybody else there. I'm on LinkedIn, just, just Don Hutchison. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn and uh, got a Facebook page. And we have a Facebook page for our podcast. So those are the, um, yeah, and the book, the third edition of the book, that's, we're really proud of that. It's, it's done real well. It had great reviews. Um, you talked about Stephen Covey and others. They reviewed it. It's uh, um, Don't Waste Your Talent, The Eight Critical Steps to Discovering What You Do Best. And that's in a Kindle version. It's not expensive. And it's really a blueprint of everything we've been talking about here. I love it. I love it. I'm going to read this book, Don, because I'm fascinated with it. I've been, again, lucky enough to go through Covey certifications and learn those things when working in corporate. So um, I'm definitely going to dive into this because I always want to know more. Uh, my last question for you, my friend, is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? Yeah, that's a beautiful, um, that's a beautiful question. I guess it means um, facing my brokenness uh, and knowing that there's no sentient being on the planet. In fact, I was listening to one of your previous interviews with a, with a psychologist talking about that you know, these successful people that don't think, think they need to delve back into their past because they think they're whole. Well, nobody's whole. You know, from the moment we, we get started, the factors in life through no malevolence sometimes, but usually not malevolence on the part of your parents or systems, you know, we just face adversity and it, it's just, it's like being an athlete. And, you know, you, you get bruised, you get banged up sometimes in a really profound way. And, um, 
I think that we're all broken. And if we have the courage and the, you know, the consciousness and the spiritual belief and whatever the cosmic power is that you believe in, that we can, um, we can come through that and heal those wounds and do what you're doing and we're trying to do, which is to, you know, pass along those, those learnings and those lessons and that love to try to make this complex matrix of a world hold together better. Very, very well said, my friend. Could not agree more. Thank you so much for being here. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see you. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review rate and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that Unbroken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like, comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. We'll be right back, but I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive. It's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly 
coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.